Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, hello. Welcome to our fourth episode podcast. This is going to be our, I think we're just going to call it episode four, our, our fourth episode. I don't want to confuse people, David. I mean, what do you think? Oh, and by the way, everybody, David is not here with me right now. David is actually in. So we are doing this podcast via telephone. So I hope it doesn't sound too bad. Say hello, David. How's the weather at wherever you are? Hey, everybody. Yeah, it's about 46 degrees outside, but it's, it's a really dry, cold so I'm used to like a very humid cold, so it feels a little different. Does it feel as cold? Well, here in Texas, it looks like it's about to start pouring, but I don't know. But eh, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't mess up our broadcast today. So, all right, into Star Wars stuff. What did you find out this week? <laughs> well, I just found out recently that a lot of the news circulating around Solo and Stuff like Meryl Streep replacing Carrie Fisher in Episode Nine, it's all been kind of bogus. Uh, kind of stems back all the way to, I think, three weeks ago, where I was getting tagged on posts that said that the solo marketing posters uh, for different countries, they were in different countries, and they didn't show Solo with his blaster. And there's a caption that all the guns, all the blasters were being removed. But just recently I found out that that really wasn't the case. It seems like if you go back and kind of do some research, it seems like Alex Jones, the guy that does InfoWars, was the originator of all that. It seems like the marketing for other countries, that was on purpose. That was already decided before any of the uh, recent school shootings happened. So Disney didn't budge and, and change their marketing to remove blasters and weaponry and change the positions of Solo and Chewie on the posters. Those were just actually foreign posters. So that was a big-time rumor. Also, um, there's a big Meryl Streep replacing Leia, or acting in place of Leia rumor that's out there that's gaining a lot of traction. But, uh, yeah, that's just totally bogus as well. I, for one, I thought of maybe getting... Jodie Foster to kind of complete the whole joke that Carrie Fisher used to tell about oh, yeah. her <laughs> needing to lose five pounds out of one cheek in her face and five pounds out of the other to lose the ten pounds they requested. Otherwise, they just bring in Jodie Foster. So I think that would be a very hilarious kind of almost like subtext inside joke type of thing. And I mean, I mean she's an accomplished actor. I mean she could technically pull it off possibly, but of course everyone knows Meryl Streep is. Probably one of the greatest she's, actors. She, she's, yeah, she's alive. Meryl Streep. You can't. Yeah, you can't. But but here's my thing though. Like with this, with such an iconic character. I mean, with James Bond, you're able to replace him. 
and it's like, oh, cool, you know, Doctor Who, you're able to replace him. But for, but you can't replace Carrie Fisher. You can't replace that character of Leia. It's it's iconic. She's just an incredible character, not only in, you know, the Star Wars lore, but in movie, you know, movies history, you know? So the when I heard that story that Meryl Streep, people wanted her to play that part, I was like, I hope it's not real. I hope somebody isn't trying to you know, really, really try this and people are dying to see this because I know they better not do this. Almost like how they wanted to um, push out The Last Jedi from canon, how they wanted to <laughs> erase it uh, like fans were petitioning. So I, I hope it doesn't go anywhere. I hope Kathleen Kennedy doesn't hear any of this and makes it a weird decision. Do you think she would do that or no? Or it's all bogus. It's all fake. Well, sure. Out and said they're not doing it. They're not going to do a CGI Grand Moff Tarkin double or anything like that. I know Todd Fisher, when, when Carrie Fisher initially um, passed away, he was talking like, yeah, Lucasfilm is going to use old footage and put her in. And then Kathleen Kennedy came out and said, no, he's, he's misinformed. We're not going to do that. So I'm pretty sure what Kathleen Kennedy says goes. So I wonder why I wonder why he would say that though because I saw that same interview and I remember hearing that he and I think Billy Lord as well had kind of given them their their blessing to say hey y'all can y'all could try this you know y'all could do it but then the next day Kathleen Kennedy was like no no it's not gonna happen I just wonder who like whether or not it was all a fake story we heard or whether or not it was he had hoped they would do it I don't know that's that was just a weird story when I heard it the first time. But, right, and I think Todd Fisher's a pretty stable guy. I wonder what the genesis of all that was. Be kind of interesting to track that one. But uh, yeah, and uh, Solo um, has a Denny's commercial that's out. I don't know if you've seen it or not. No, but it's, kind of it's like a cantina style uh, commercial with different aliens running around, and um, it shows two two kids playing the roles of Han and Lando playing uh, i'm thinking the infamous game of uh the box when uh spoiler i guess it's like the <laughs> titanic scene but han solo wins the falcon from lando uh, apparently or supposedly if they keep to uh i guess legends canon uh, but yeah i thought it was pretty cool and two boxes in the corner and, and kind of roars a couple times he has a double bandolier on oh yeah, I, yeah, I saw that in the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" So, like he, I don't know, it's just a cool little like history about him. Wondering why he has two, and then in the new in the newer ones, he only has one. I think that's pretty cool. I'll have to check out. This yeah, thing. I'd like to, I'd like to see how he transitions from double to single, and how the Falcon transitions from the way it looks in Solo to what we see in Episode Four. I'm dying to see how that happens because I remember when I first saw the Falcon in the Solo trailer. I, I was I was so excited. I was like, oh my god, it's the Falcon. This is so cool. But then when I looked at it again, I was like, wait, is that the Falcon? Or is is this like the sister to the Falcon? But everyone's saying it's the Falcon. And I guess it's got to get torn up to where he has to like weld it differently. I don't know. It just looks... It looks it looks so sleek and solo, and then to see it now, it's like wow, what happened to this thing to where it looks? Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, it went through like a, a Steve Jobs Apple design first, and then Han got a hold of it. <laughs> Han and Chewie. 
one of my friends was like, did they go through like an oil planet or something? Because everything, <laughs> everything in the, in the inside. the Hedgehog 2 oil planet. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. It's like, what happened? It's so filthy and dirty in there that it's like, what? But I think, I don't know. I'm anxious to see how they're going to do that that story with the ship and why the ship looks like that. But so we're, so we're getting some promotional for solo, which is great. And I hear Ron Howard announced a couple of days ago that a trailer is coming. An official solo trailer will be coming out soon. I'm thinking they're going to push it to around the Avengers movie or they're going to wait for May the 4th. Yeah. It has to be before Avengers. That, that's that's perfect timing right there. Oh, you don't think they'd wait for May the Fourth? To me, it doesn't feel like Lucasfilm really honors that date and respects <laughs> it. They kind of sort of do, and they release like maybe something that we're not like heavily anticipating, like <laughs> like coloring books or something like YA. It's like, gosh, man. Sometimes I take the day off because it's May 4th, just because, you know, and I'm expecting some big announcement or some <laughs> footage that we haven't seen, and it's like, you know, nothing happens, and it's like, well, why don't I take this day off? <laughs> well, I think they're going to release the um, the the soundtracks, uh, the, the original six, I mean, the original, yeah, I think six of them, the, the six movies, John Williams' uh, music is going to be, like, re-released, like, remastered sound and all that. So I think they're going to do that on May the 4th, if I'm not mistaken. If that's the case, then I'm going to buy that because I love the music of Star Wars. And if they announce that on May the 4th, that's pretty cool. But I would rather they do the, you know, like like Force Friday, like May the 4th. You know, like on May the 4th, release all the solo toys. On May the 4th, release all the, 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 the trailers and everything, the new poster, the official poster. But you're thinking they're not even going to do that, right? They might do a poster. That that sounds legit. I have seen more marketing though, kind of like that marketing that leaked from Russia or whatever, like mm-hmm. months ago, yeah. where it shows uh, Kira and Solo and Tui and Lando and then the Falcons like side profile view. But I was gonna say I was, I sold all my college books this weekend uh, in San Marcos at half price books. They gave me a whole four dollars for them. <laughs> it was something like like sixty books, but. Um, Anyways, I saw that they have record players there, and the only reason I have record players is to play those those records that they released for the four seconds that had the hologram on them. Oh, yeah. And I know there's another record that they released, because I know one has a TIE fighter, and another one, I want to say, has a Death Star, maybe... If when you flip it, you have a different hologram. Mm. But I'm thinking that that's two records that you can get, and that record player, it, it's a brand new, like, technology-wise record player. It has, like, USB and Bluetooth on it. Ooh. So I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of thinking about maybe doing that someday when I actually have some money left over. <laughs> After you buy all your other Star Wars stuff. Man, it's going to be hard. The Solo toys have actually gone out on sale. I, I, I've seen pictures of people buying them from Target. You can buy the Black Series Solo, Black Series Lando, I believe. Where? I, and, can't, uh, I can't find I, any I of them. I haven't been to a store yet. I haven't found any of them. I, I go to Target almost all the time. I've never seen a, a Solo toy yet. I go looking for them, yeah, too. I, I, yeah, I guess they must have broke street date or something, because that happened, too, with Fourth Friday last last time, where I was seeing friends buying these toys, and it's like, well, you can't really buy them yet, but still they have them, and... I don't know. Got to see him ahead of time, I guess. 
Oh, oh well, hopefully soon they release. Uh, the, are they going to do a Force Friday again with Solo? Because I know they did a Rogue Friday, right? They did like Rogue Friday, and they did Force Friday for Force Awakens and Force Friday for Last Jedi. Think they're going to do like a. You know, that's a good. I don't remember the Rogue Friday. Well, it wasn't like it wasn't like a. Maybe it's going to be. Maybe it's going to be May the Fourth for Solo. Hey, I'm is is May the Fourth a, a Friday? Because if it is, uh, it is. It's a Friday. They might have a really good opportunity here to do something. Past past situations have shown us that they don't take advantage. I mean, that's. I mean, Star Wars basically has two holidays in May: May the Fourth and May twenty fifth. <laughs> the release of a brand new film on May twenty fifth, which is the day, the original Star Wars day, and then the fan community came up with May the Fourth. Mm-hmm. So they have all the opportunity to capitalize on those two days. You know, it'd be really cool for May the Fourth, though, man, is if they release the uh, the whereabouts of where celebrations going to be. Oh, oh see, <laughs> you, you're, you're thinking the way I want them to think, but it hasn't been really <laughs> in the cards. So, for those of you who are Star Wars fans and who don't know what celebration is, you're crazy because. Hey, much you. Yeah, shame on you because it's such a huge deal, and it's the first time I like I'd heard about celebration. I'd seen T-shirts, but I was like, kind of like, what is this? Anyways, it wasn't until 2015 uh, celebration in Anaheim that I just saw the scope of how big it was, and that was where they re- unveiled the um, the first Force Awakens trailer. With uh, at the very very end, you hear Han Solo say "Chewie, we're home." And I remember seeing the crowd reaction, and I got pumped. I was like, holy smokes, I need to be there at Star Wars Celebration, because this looks amazing. It's just four days of nothing but Star Wars fans coming together to celebrate Star Wars. It's it's legit. That's all it is. And uh, then the next year was in Europe, right? Wasn't it? Like, it was Celebration uh, Europe or something like that? Yes, it was in London, England at the XL Center. Yeah, I, I didn't go to that one because obviously. Oh, maybe it was in London. It was a different city, but it was in the UK. Yeah, it was definitely in the UK, and I was a little bummed out. But then I remember just going online and looking, and they announced that it was going to be in uh, Orlando, Florida, for 2017. And I, I bought my tickets. I talked to my my girlfriend, who's now my wife, by the way, which is pretty cool. I talked to her, and I was like, "Hey, I really want to go to this. <laughs> Will you go with me?" And she was like, "Okay." <laughs> I don't think she realized. I don't think she realized what she was getting herself into, and it was it was spectacular. But I will say this: I'm mad at you, David, because you were there at Anaheim, right? You did go to the Anaheim celebration. Well, if you want me to tell the story, I will. Do it, do it. Make me jealous. Make everyone else jealous that you were there. Well, I might not make you that jealous. I'll tell you the story. So, oh, so I it was the October before. I, I didn't buy my badges day of when they when they went on sale but i was thinking about going and i didn't have the money at the time and i kind of saved a little bit and i ended up having just enough to buy the badge and i was thinking well there's so much time before i the date actually comes i can just save which i'm really not that great at doing save and save (laughs) until the day comes and I asked one of my good buddies if he wanted to go. He's a big Star Wars fan, too. And he was like, well, let's do it. And, and he was like, is it cool if my brother goes, too? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And the more is better. So 
they all saved. I saved. We got the badges. Got them in. I, we bought them in October. They arrived, I think, in March. And we did all our planning. They set up the hotel. They set up the flight. So I, all I had to do is was pay my share to them, to uh, my buddy's brother. And he set it up to arrive the day of the, the, the trailer, the trailer announcement, the trailer panel, the Force Awakens panel, basically. I said, okay, we're going to get here about, we're, we're going to arrive in L.A. about two hours ahead of time. Then we'd have to take a shuttle from LAX to Anaheim, where we're going to stay, which is walking distance to the convention center. The shuttle takes forever. The shuttle ride takes forever. And I didn't even realize that you weren't going to get in unless you spent the night the night before to get into the arena that's at the Anaheim Convention Center. Oh, no. But I was like, I'm going to sneak in, man. Whatever, I mean, whatever I have to do to get in there, because I just paid all this money, and I want to have the experience. I know it's going to be huge. We get to our hotel. We throw our things in our room, and we head off walking to the convention center. Halfway through the, to the convention center, my buddy goes, oh, crap. I forgot my badge in the hotel room. Oh, so, no. So that even co- that cost us more time. So me and my buddy's friend, we end up at, a, at the convenience store right there. We go inside. It's really hot. We're sweating already. <laughs> we're like speed walking to the place. We go inside. We buy some water. And we just wait for my buddy to go all the way back to the hotel and come all the way back to the convenience store, which took a lot of time. Then we made our trek back towards the arena. And... I was on my phone the whole time. I have Sprint, and my buddy had Verizon, and we were streaming over LTE the the the, uh, the panel. And right as we got, it, it was, I mean, literally right as we walked up to the arena, the trailer gets released oh. from outside the arena where the trailer got released. But it's like I don't care. I want to see this thing, so I'm looking at the trailer on my phone. Due to the fact that everyone was in that arena, there was not a lot of people outside, <laughs> which worked to which worked to my advantage, because I didn't know where to go. <laughs> I, I didn't know where the entrance was. I was pumped after seeing that trailer, and there was a big banner right outside. What looked to me was the entrance. So, and I saw people coming in and out. So I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to go in. There's no line. Everyone's over there at the arena. I might have gotten an advantage here. So I go through the door, and I see security rushing the doors. And I was like, oh, man, they're going to make me go back out. But they didn't. They bypassed me and pushed other people out. So I was already in the convention hall, <laughs> and my buddies are still outside, and I called them on the phone. I said, hey, just – Walk up to a door, I'll let you in so we can just get in here. I don't know what's going on. So I let them in, and we had the app to go to uh, the specific rooms where they had uh, displays of Return of the Jedi and so forth. But I saw there was a Force Awakens room that was set up with, with Kylo Ren's costume. All the costumes, basically, the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. And it's something like, be one of the first ones to ever see basically everything that they brought from the force awakens in the convention hall i was like cool so we go to that room that it's going to be held and there's a line of maybe 
eight people in front of us. So we get there, and I look at the front of the line, and there's a guy with a cap on, and I recognize the cap as a black cap with a V and two eyes behind it. And I was like, well, that dude was on the production of The Fourth Awakening. He was at the front of the line, <laughs> and they let us in. And I come to find out that we weren't supposed to be there. That was just for the VIPs. <laughs> and everyone trying to get in was in the, uh, the the really big giant area, like like basically like cattle being held <laughs> before, uh, so so that the the VIPs could get in. And then they would let the 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 standard badge holders in, which we were. But we got in with the VIPs. And I was taking so many pictures of stuff because they had the Falcon there that they used with the square uh, radar did. And they had uh, the, the blue X-Wing that, that Poe flew in, in the beginning. And they had Kylo Ren's costume, the actual costume there. And I was just like beside myself. And they had the flame troopers there. They had Ray's costume or, or Jakku costume. And I mean, I was just... Like wow, I, I can't believe this is here. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I took all those pictures, right? I took all those pictures, and then from then on, they let all the people in, and it got flooded quickly. But we got on the floor, and the first thought I had was, go to the celebration store, get in line, buy all the merch you can because it might be all bought up and might get sold out get in line i i told the guys hey i'll make a sacrifice i'll jump in line y'all go do whatever you want to do but i want to make sure that i'm going to get my stuff so i get in line and me being the huge star wars nerd that i am and just having common sense which it seemed like a lot of people did not <laughs> which was kind of weird i'm standing in line and I see kind of like a little like entourage approaching and I could tell, I mean, something was off because you could see people that weren't like star Wars people, you know, around a couple of people with masks on. And I was like, Oh man. I mean, I was counting my lucky stars. I was like, man, that's John Boyega and Daisy Ridley walking right up to me. So I have my phone out and I start snapping pictures, video snapping pictures. And John Boyega didn't look at me, but Daisy Ridley, she did one of those things where she walked by me, she kind of stopped, and she looked at me, and she gave me a big up, and then she kept on walking. And I took a picture of that. I have the, I don't think I've shown you. No, you've never shown me, man. Yeah, so they they do that, and then they go behind, like, a big curtain behind, like, where, where the expectations are for the celebration store. And that celebration store line took, like, friggin' five hours, man. It was horrendous. They had... 20, 20 cash registers going and still somehow it took forever. Yeah. I was, I, I was, I mean, it, it's ran by Repop. I mean, it, it, I don't know what the deal is, but same thing with Celebration 20, 2017. I mean, it, it was just horrible again. <laughs> and I mean, you figured you'd be able to go online, pick, buy your stuff there and then just go pick it up, you know? Nah. But um, they're really not with the times, but they do a lot of con stuff. And I'm guessing it's better than what they do with Celebration. But anyways, I got through, and I was collecting pins, too. And I had um, I had a pin that I bought from the Disney store. And there was an usher there with a lanyard full of all the new, uh, the new uh, line of pins that came out. And 
I asked him if I wanted to trade, so I traded him one from the Disney store for one of those new. Oh my god! It, it, it was the new Admiral. He did it, and I took it, and then I tried to do the same thing. And one of uh, one of the uh, one of the employees was like, uh, "I can't do that, sir. I'd have to trade uh, a light pen for, from the same line if you want to do do the trade." And I was like, "Oh, okay. I guess I left out on that one." So I got the Admiral Akbar, which is the one I really wanted. That's awesome. So yeah. Yeah, and I like yeah that that pin that I traded was very very common too, so that was easily replaceable even though I haven't done it yet. But so that all went down, and once that ten hours was up, we attended the Battlefront panel, which was pretty awesome. We got shirts. There's a shirt on every every chair. Presentation nice. was on. All the guys from EA were there. Um, after that. It's all kind of a blur now, but we did attend the Mark Hamill panel. We sat up kind of high, and I split off from my buddies. They did, I think, the uh, Billy D. Williams panel, and I skipped that because I'd seen an interview with Billy D. He didn't look like he was really into it, you know. And, <laughs> and he's a little older too, so I, I, I was suspecting the same thing was going to happen. Even though in 2017 he seemed really into it. But, of course, that was the mega all-time panel where everyone was there. Yep. Um, and I did attend the Carrie uh, Fisher panel by myself. Oh, wow. Up, and she pulled someone out of the crowd that, uh, that he, he wanted to ask. He asked a question. He said he was a really big fan. He said he was her first crush. And he pulled him up, she pulled him up on the stage and gave him, like, a big old French kiss. Oh, my God. And, yeah, it was it was nuts. The dude was like long, curvy, like unwashed hair, like cut off t shirt. <laughs> and he, she like French kissed the dude. She was awesome, and, dude. She was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She I, I knew her panel was gonna be great, so I made sure I attended that. Just being in the line, I remember it, it, it it's it's an incredible thing to be in line and to listen to people's conversations. It's just all Star Wars. And then you meet people in line that want to talk to you about Star Wars. And you find out where they're from. I found out there was people from Houston. There was people from Seattle. There was just people from everywhere. But the one common thing that we have is Star Wars. And we all can speak it. We can talk it. That's our language. And it was kind of a... It, like is this real is this <laughs> and it, it, it's just, it's a strange feeling that okay they know what i know so i can just speak my mind here <laughs> and it, it kind of took me some time to break out of like not speaking about certain things but in the 2017 uh line for i believe it was uh the 40th anniversary panel i i met a couple guys and <laughs> One guy was a comedian, and he busted out with a Theo uh, Bibble joke. <laughs> and I hadn't heard that, just like Obi-Wan Kenobi, I hadn't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> since the late 90s. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, if you can make it out to Celebration, and, of course, you're listening to this podcast, you're watching it, do it. I, it, it to me, it's worth it. I mean, you, I mean, you meet people. That's the big thing. It's the, it's the other end. Yeah, the, the panels are great, and the merch is great, and 
cool to go to California, Orlando, but it's it's really the people that make it worth it because you make new friends, you have interesting conversations. You really can't have anywhere else unless you have really close Star Wars fan friends. But yeah, it's it's an awesome experience. I've gone to 2015 and 2017. I've done all four days, and I haven't regretted it. I mean, it's it's just the best. It's just all Star Wars all the time releasing new trailers, new video games, and oh my gosh, I attended Dennis Mirren's panel. Oh man. And it felt like it was like a presentation at work. He he talked about how X-wings fly through space, how they fly more like an airplane through atmosphere rather than a spaceship in outer space because he talked about how the, the ships bank in space, how they, they just move like like those World War II dogfight clips that George Lucas had, and they copied them exactly, not knowing that in space there, there's no there's no wind resistance. Yeah. So that's why they move the way they do, and a lot of people really don't pick up on that. And I think that's that's just one of those lucky kind of mistakes in a way. But um, yeah, I, I love the dogfight. I'm all for a rogue squadron. Star Wars story. I think they'll do it. But, uh, they'll do it eventually. Yeah. So yeah, Dennis Mirren did the panel at the end. He said, you have questions? I went up to him to ask him a question. And then an usher came and said, oh, we, we got to move on, guys. It, it, it's all over. So this room's going to be used for something else. And Dennis Mirren was like, okay, I guess I got to go, guys. But uh, he was about to answer everyone's questions. No, I did speak with him. Oh, you but did? I didn't oh. get to ask him like really in-depth questions. You know? Because at the end, he did have a Q&A, but the line formed quickly for the mic. And he did those questions. And then once the panel was over, then more people rushed, rushed the stage to talk to him. But then an usher came in and canceled it. Bunch of jerks. And, uh, yeah, there was... Um, we ate con food. <laughs> the food that was there at the con it was overexpensive. Oh, Pro yeah. tip is... Yeah, take your own snacks and stuff. <laughs> take a whole lot of money, but we did decide to go eat at a um, at a uh, at a bar and grill. And what was cool about the bar and grill was they had menus that were Star Wars themed. Nice. So, so I ate a Rancor steak. I remember that. <laughs> it was a huge steak. And I, I, yeah, I, I tore that thing up. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> And all, all the all the restaurants were walking distance to the convention center, so that was a plus too. I mean, they had everything from chain restaurants like McDonald's to just like buffet style restaurants, and I think we ate at pretty much all of them. It was a great time, and we stayed for the closing ceremony. And I'm not sure if they did announce England, but um, it was a whole lot easier to get to stuff. I think in 2015 to go to the app. So I'm going here, I'm going there. But in 2017, I think the celebration population just kind of exploded exponentially. It was, yeah. I wanted to attend certain things, and the line was, like, going... I mean, it was, like, big, big things in, like, any of the halls. It was, like, in rooms, and there was lines going around around that area like around columns and people were like basically camping out and i went up to several of these lines and 
I was just told to cut off here, man. You're not going to get in. If you get in line, you can try it, but you're probably not going to get in. So there's so many steps. There's, there's so many panels just happening simultaneously that it, it's super hard to do everything you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that, that kind of gets you in a frenzy. But, I mean, planning is very, very important. Planning out where you're going to be, what you're going to do, who you're going to meet up with. Well, I know... Yeah. I know, when I did uh, when I did 2017, I knew I wanted to go to the uh, the 40th anniversary uh, panel, and I really wanted to go to the Last Jedi. But I wasn't anticipating how exhausted I was gonna be after waiting in line for like 15 hours for the 40th celebration panel. Like when it was done, my girlfriend and I were like, okay. Um, what do we do? Should we stay and look around? Like, no, let's go to sleep. So we went to bed like at like at four PM and didn't wake up until the next day at like like seven AM and by the time we'd woken up the panel for Last Jedi had already like sold out. So we missed the Last Jedi panel. But instead we did get in line to get our shirts though. I, I was able to get my Last Jedi shirt. It's a celebration on there. I was pretty psyched about that. But I will say this, though. For people who are thinking about going to Celebration, be prepared to wait. Like, that's that's really – they call it uh, – what was it? Uh, you got a queue. I got a – we get a queue this line. I'm going to go queue that line. Yeah, you get, a, you get into a queue, and you wait there for, like, hours upon hours just to go and see something. And people are just sitting around, laying around in line. And it was – there was I, – I wasn't anticipating – that many people in one area. I know last week David said, you know, uh, uh, aircraft hangar. It really is that big. There was like 3,000 or 4,000 people waiting in line. Yeah, you were there in the celebration line, right? Like there was a ton of people there. There was, do you remember when every time somebody would knock down one of the barriers there at celebration? Yeah, people would clap. People would start clapping. It was funny the first hour. (laughs) (laughs) Like, because what it was, you know, it was for those, you know, who weren't there, it was they had these just these barriers, these metal barriers up blocking and separating the lines, you know, and they were they weren't really held on well. So if anybody knocked into one of these barriers, it would collapse and it was made of metal and it make this loud noise and people would clap and it was really funny. But then, like, hour eight into it, it was like, all right, y'all need to stop clapping, man. This is not even funny anymore. And um, I remember the guys in front of us were from Sweden. The guys behind, the guy behind us was from, um, I think it was from Boston. He was one of the funniest guys I'd ever, I'd ever talked to in my life. He was just cracking me up. And people were just sleeping on the floor. I tried to sleep. I kept snoring. And my, my wife kept waking me up. Because I was, people were looking at me because I was snoring way too loud. But I just remember still being excited that I was there in line because I knew it was going to be something special for the 40th anniversary. And um, we finally got our. <laughs> Do you remember what happened? Everybody gets their wristbands and everybody's so excited and everybody goes around and they think they're going to lead us into the room already, but they just led us right back into the same line. And then we had to stay there for another like four hours. Do you remember that? Right. I was. Yes. Yes. It was chaos. It was chaos. <sighs> the the people that were at the beginning of the line actually ended up towards the middle. It seemed like because they thought they they were given bad information. They went to the side 
and we all just got back in line. Yeah. And you saw people screaming, no, 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 and everyone's trying to stop us. But I had my group, and they were going a certain way. I was just going to follow them. So I followed them, and it ended up being we actually moved up a couple lines, I think. Yeah, I moved up. So, we moved up a couple of the spots as well. And then we waited there, and I, I was about to give up. I told – I was like, I'm done. I am exhausted. I am tired. I just want to – and then, then they finally let us, you know, into the, the celebration room. But here was the funny thing. So we're all, like, running <laughs> to the celebration room because everybody's, right. ex- everybody's excited. Like, here we go. And then they're over there going, whoa, whoa, everybody stop. Form a line. Whoa. And everybody goes, whoa. And like, everybody's, like, making this noise. And then in the back, I just hear these guys going, oh, oh, oh. Ooh, like the Ewoks did in Return of the Jedi, and everybody started <laughs> and everybody started chanting, Ooh. and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing!" <laughs> and <laughs> and it was it was awesome. And then like when we were at, in line outside, um, we're all going in, and these guys behind us they had to be from Germany because they, I mean, because they spoke, they were speaking German, they were from Germany, and they were back there, you know you know talking and i was like that's pretty cool they came all the way from germany to, to orlando and one of the guys behind me as the line starts to move he says the first transport is away and then i went and i, and I stuck my fist up and he goes all right he's like yeah you did it i was like of course man it's pretty funny and that's what it is it's just it's just a bunch of people just just these just you get to go out for four, because I was there all four days. You just get to be for four days, just get, be a kid again. You just get to, that's the best way to describe it. Like, I went to all these vendors there on the show floor, like a hundred times, just look at the toys. Even though, like, I'd seen them all, it was still it was still just fascinating to look at all these toys that were hanging up on the wall there. And I, I spent quite a bit of money while I was there. And but it was worth it for me because it was just it was just amazing to to be in that atmosphere and everybody was just so pumped and people were walking around in costumes like I I got so many cool pictures of people in costumes. There was this girl who um I know my my wife kind of looked at me like why are you looking at her because she had a, she had a crop top on it was she had a white crop top on and white pants and she had three red scratch marks on her stomach. And I was like, "Oh my God, it's Padme from Attack of the Clones when she gets scratched by the in the yeah. arena." And I was like, "Can I please get a picture?" And she was looking at me like, oh, "Okay." I was like, "You don't like this is the funniest costume I've seen, man. Like this is it's such an obs- it's such an obscure costume." And um, but one thing I will say was the highlight of celebration for me was they did this beautiful tribute to uh, Carrie Fisher. Um, Billy Lord, she got up there and spoke. Oh, fun fact, if you actually go and listen in that video when Billy Lord is speaking, she says a part where she says, um, she's talking about you know, her mother, and she says, you know, this character she created, this force, Leia, and it's quiet, except for one little woohoo. That was me, I swear to God. It was me who just went, <laughs> woohoo. And my, my wife will say yes, because I did it. And she just looked at me like, oh my God, no one else... No one else did anything, but then, but then everybody started to cheer. So if you ever like find that panel and l- listen, you're gonna hear a little voice say, "Woohoo!" That was me. But anyways, 
they did this they did that beautiful tribute to uh, Carrie Fisher and after the tribute was done the curtain on the side of the stage opened up do you remember that the curtain opens up and everybody started screaming and yelling and my wife for a second mind you she's exhausted because we've been waiting line for 15 hours for a second she is thought is that Carrie Fisher <laughs> She's like, did, did Carrie Fisher fake her own death? And then she just comes up like, what's up? <laughs> but, then, but then we're like, I'm like, no, it can't be. <laughs> like, And she was well, like. Dude, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> because it was. Because <laughs> I was. I was like really high up in line. So I got this. I got priority seating. I got to sit toward the front, mm-hmm. but they put the media members in the in the very very front. So you were like the what fiftieth row back <laughs> if you even got to the front of the line, which we did manage to do that. But I could hear like women crying. It sounded like they were like in freaking shock, and I'm like, "What's gonna shock this audience?" I'm like, "Did Terry Fisher come out of the grave?" <laughs> like, oh. She was like, it was all a joke. It was all a joke. But but then I realized why everybody started screaming. And then I right. started screaming. And up there on the stage sitting there was John Williams, the man who wrote the music for all the movies. And I, I, I started to cry. I mean, I uncontrollably started to cry because I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's him, like Star Wars, Jurassic Park, Jaws, E.T., Close Encounters. And I, and then he played Leia's theme, and everybody's just bawling. You know, everybody's crying. <laughs> and then the, the song is done, and then in my head I'm thinking, I just want to hear it one time before I die. Just, just let me hear it live. And he quieted down everybody. And then he just goes, bop, 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 and then the fanfare started. Oh, uh, I was like, this is this is the best day of my life. This is one of the. I told I told my wife. I said, you know, I'm always gonna remember the day. You know, if we have kids, I'm gonna remember the day our kids are born, the day we got married, and the day I heard John Williams <laughs> play the Star Wars <laughs> fanfare. I was like, I'm never gonna forget that day ever in my life and it's 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 it was something it was absolutely it was moving to hear and to see him up there and you know it was really cool i read that you know harrison ford and mark hamill were there and they actually started to leave they were they were after their the panel was over they were gonna leave and somebody said don't don't you want to hear the music and they said no we're okay you know but then somebody said it's john williams and they both turned around and said what he's here and they both rushed over just so they could also hear the music as well. Like it was, it was such a secret that he was there. And man, it was that was the highlight of celebration for me was was that moment to to, to see John Williams there. And and so again, us fans are just patiently waiting for the next celebration. But in the back of my mind, I'm wondering how are they going to top that? Like how are they going to top that moment for me? Before I forget, going back to what you what you said, you, you, you go back and you watch the Billy Lord and, and you hear the woohoo that you did. Yeah. I kind of did something similar, but I thought ahead. I was like, what can let me stand out in the crowd? So I bought Luke's green lightsaber from Return of the Jedi. And I figured that that was going to be prominent in The Last Jedi, which it wasn't. <laughs> but I still took it. 
so I was sitting right in the middle. So when you see the green lightsaber that's up and like blocking the camera, basically, that's me. Are that's you my serious? Yes, that, that is me. <laughs> I'm going to go back and watch that now because that that is amazing. I wanted a lightsaber so bad, but I couldn't. I didn't want to take one because I didn't know how the, the flight there was going to be. But then as soon as I get to the airport in Austin, this guy is just walking around with a lightsaber sticking out the back of his backpack. And I was like, hey, you going to Florida? He's like, yep. I was like, me too. <laughs> and I was like, damn it, I could have done something. But what was I had like my Star Wars shirt and my Star Wars hat on. And I'm like, that was kind of a stupid thing to ask me. Like, hey, you going to Florida? And um, the funny thing was, we, you know, even even before we left, to go to celebration we get onto the plane and the pilot says i hear a lot of people are heading up to uh star wars celebration so welcome aboard everybody and he cranked up the star wars theme there in the plane before we took off i was like this is gonna be i'm looking at my wife like this is gonna be awesome (laughs) like this is i'm so excited and um yeah if if he would have said angle the deflector she'll punch it chewy i would have (laughs) freaked i would have been like yeah Screaming the whole way, yes, man. You know what? That that would that, now I'm disappointed that he didn't do that, man. Thank you, thank you for ruining that moment. Now, now it, it'll it won't be as awesome because he did not say that. <laughs> Anytime I'm driving in a vehicle and I'm about to, uh, and I know I'm going to about to go fast, I always point. I'll, I'll do the hands little point, look at the passenger, and I'll tell him angle the deflector shield, <laughs> <laughs> and then I just. I used to do the uh, the pod racing uh, engines whenever my mother would drive me somewhere and she would turn. I'd always go, and she would just laugh at me. And she was like, you're silly. I was like, mom, we're pod racing. Go faster, you know. Like, why are you slowing down? And, but, oh, here's a fun thing, a funny thing about Celebration. So we get to Orlando. We land. We drive to our hotel. And we, we walk it up to, you know, to the hotel. And this couple stops us. And they go, excuse us, you guys look like you're going to Star Wars Celebration. And I'm looking at myself going, <laughs> how did you guess, you know? And he says, can you help us figure out where? And I looked and I had my, I had all my stuff there. And I was like, yeah, so you got to go here. go." So I knew kind of where things were. And I asked um, so where are you from? And he was like, oh, I'm just from Georgia. And I was like, oh, okay, that wasn't too bad. He goes, yeah. And he said, where did y'all fly from? And I said, we flew in from Austin. And the girl he was with was like, oh, I'm from I'm from Austin. And we're like, what? That's crazy. Like, what are, the, what are the odds of the first people we talked to in Florida, like the girls from Austin? She goes, yeah, I went to Texas State University in San Marcos. And my wife and I were like, oh, my God. Like we never left Texas, you know. Like people, the first yeah. the first people we talked to were Texans, and I was like, oh, jeez. I just thought that was well. Uh, a similar situation happened to uh, this um, middle aged couple online. They had kids, and I was behind them, and right behind me turned out to be the principal of the kids' school, <laughs> and they had no idea that they were going to be there. That's that awesome. was kind of shocking. Yeah, <laughs> where were they from? Are they are they like from Florida or are they from like? I'll, I mean... g- I'll give you three guesses and, and you will hit it. It's it's a town we talked about recently. They're from Spring, dude. Are you serious? They're from Spring, serious. Texas. That's awesome. What I'm are like, they... no way. Like this is not happening right now. What was really funny was one day we went. The the people in front of us were were from uh, the UK. They were from London. 
and I overheard them talking, and they were like, yeah, we came out here just for this. I was like, holy smokes, they came all the way from London just for Star Wars. And then people around us, somebody else, they were from Australia, and they came to Orlando, Florida just for celebration. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, maybe I'm not that big of a Star Wars fan. You know, <laughs> like maybe Texas and Florida aren't that far away. So, but still, it's it's an amazing. I know this today's podcast we went everywhere, but it's just that's how fun it was. That's how fun Celebration was, and I saw so many cool costumes, like you wouldn't believe. Somebody had their, somebody built their own BB-8. And I came out, it was just by accident. I walked out into this hall and there was this guy there and he just had a BB-8 and he was just rolling it around. And I was like, dude, can I get a picture with him? He was, yeah, man. And I, I had this big goofy grin on my face. My wife took the picture and I'm just like, all right. You know, I'm just so psyched. And then um, the cutest thing I ever saw there was somebody had a fully functional working chopper from Rebels. And he looked awesome. Yeah. He looked just amazing and this little kid was taking a picture with him and i was waiting because i was like i'm gonna take a picture of chopper you know because chopper is pretty cool and they take the picture and his mom and dad were like okay let's go and the little boy's like okay bye bye chopper and walked away and i was like oh like i was like oh that was so cute and i tried not to, i tried not to say that to him when i walked away i was just like cool man thank you <laughs> don't 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 act don't act like a big old nerd be like oh my god thanks i was like Thanks, man. Thank you very much. But um, but man, it was awesome. It was it was it was a time. It, my wife will always says it's a once in a lifetime thing, and I'm thinking, eh, <laughs> maybe, maybe. No, I'm, it's gonna. The fortieth panel was a once in a lifetime thing. Celebration is more like a once in a two year thing. Yes, I like that answer quite a bit, and I hope I hope they announce soon. Cause I want to go. I went all four days. I went each of the four days and it was just so much fun. Just walking around and just looking at all the, co- and there was a guy there just as Batman. And I was like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're doing here, man, but you look pretty cool. And, um, but it was, it was amazing. It was, I, I, I wanted to get a tattoo there, but my wife was like, no, cause they had like those tattoo parlors there. And I was like, That'd be a pretty cool story. Yeah, I was really about it. Hey, I, I just got a tattoo. Where at that Star Wars celebration? <laughs> yeah, I think if I ever get a tattoo, I might just do it there, just to say that I got it at celebration. Yep. yep. A Star Wars tattoo at Star Wars celebration. That's about as hardcore as you can get. Star Star Wars celebration is the pinnacle of Star Wars fandom. So if y'all, if if you out there, if y'all listen to this podcast, and if you like this podcast, keep your ears open for Star Wars celebration because it's. It's something. It's even though you know we went everywhere tonight and tried to, it, we we didn't do it justice. I I can assure you we didn't do it justice. It, it was it was it was amazing, and when it was over, I was I mean I, I was anxious to get home, but I was sad at the same time. Like oh man, like this was it was it was just a it was just a high we were all on. Like it was just like oh my gosh, there's just nerds everywhere. We're just so excited to be there. And um, like I said, just waiting for the date when Lucasfilm announces when they're gonna do another one. Get yeah, on. and I believe Sunday, this last Sunday, which was Easter, April Fool's Day, was the one-year anniversary, right? Because we were there Easter Sunday. Well, no, it was. Um, well, Easter last year was around like the 14th or 15th of April, 
It, it was it was it was in the middle of April. I remember that much. Right, right. So yeah, I, it was. It's almost a year. Almost a year's gone by, and it makes me sad that we don't know anything about next year. But it makes me happy yeah. knowing that I was there, and I got the shirt to prove it. You know, I got the pictures to prove it, and it was yeah. uh, it was pretty cool. Well, this was a fun podcast. What do you think? Yeah, I think we need to do a part two of celebration because I still have more stuff to talk about meeting. Uh, meeting the founder of the 501st in person and meeting just about every single Facebook Star Wars friend that I've made in person oh, and lucky. taking pictures. So, yeah, yeah. Do a part two. We will. And we'll do it when he's here, not when he's in an undisclosed location halfway across the galaxy running a secret mission right now. Because that's what you're doing, right? You're doing like a secret mission up there? Something like that. <laughs> I can't tell. Will not confirm or deny <laughs> yeah. that I'm with Boston. Oh, oh, watch out! But no, but again, how David and I met, though David and I were at Star Wars Celebration together, but we didn't know we were there together. Like we didn't, we didn't. I mean, we didn't know each other at the time. We only found out months later uh, in New Braunfels. We found out that we were both in the same place at the same time. And that was that was pretty cool. We were able to bond over that instantly. Going, oh my god, you were there! Like. Do you remember that long line and everything? And so that's how he and I became friends. So, yeah, Star Wars fans are kind of, you know, the best. You don't know who you're going to – you don't know what kind of fan you're going to meet. You don't know whether, whether or not they're going to be, like, the coolest people you ever know. So, hey, it's awesome. And that's what makes Star Wars fandom the best fandom out there. Right? Yeah. Agreed. Except for when they get mad about a movie. <laughs> but we'll, we'll... Hey, yeah, sorry if I cut you off during the, the phone call because it seems like you're maybe breaking in and out, so I'm not sure if I'm cutting you off or not. It's all good. Uh, it'll it'll be all good. This is our first. This won't be this this won't be a continuing thing, uh, audience. We won't be doing podcasts over the phone. This is just the first time, and this is like it just came up where he was like, "I'm gonna be gone," and I was like, "Oh man, okay." But we we made it work, and we thank you for listening. And uh, next week we'll have more Star Wars stuff to talk about, and it's gonna be awesome. So, again, thank y'all for listening, and uh, may the Force be with you. Always.